What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger episode number 147 here on a tremendous Tuesday. About to get some snow here in D.C. Sorry for my voice being a little raspy. Pretty sure I strained my vocal cords at that Eagles game this weekend. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start off. Some big news broke on Thursday evening after our last episode. We took out that piece of shit scumbag terrorist, the head of the IRGC, Qasem Soleimani. He's dead. And mm, Sorry, I'm just enjoying some good Shiite barbecue over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, we don't need a fatwa against us. That's the last thing I need right now. Um, but he's dead. Yep. And we've wanted this guy dead for a really long time, and we couldn't get the job done because uh, Obama, you know, you know the story about that, right? Well, they kept warning him, right? They, well, so they kept tipping him off. Well, so they were going to take him out. The Israelis were going to take him out. Yeah. And then Obama says, "No, yeah, you're not allowed to do that." Yeah. And then he went and he told the Iranians, "Oh my God. that they were going to take him out." Yeah. That's unbelievable. You don't work against our ally exactly. like that. Terrible. And some interesting news this morning that uh, Iran's foreign minister says that he's going to expose all the Western diplomats who took bribes to make the Iran deal happen. <laughs> That'd be really I interesting, that's for it. sure. So obviously... <laughs> Obama, five million. <laughs> yeah, so obviously a big win for President Trump here and a big win for our country. Yes. And it's interesting that there's really only one group mourning the death of this terrorist, and that is the Democrats... And the Democrats that are running for president. Yeah. And Nikki Haley was so bold as to call that out. Let's listen to that clip. You don't see anyone standing up for Iran. You're not hearing any of the Gulf members. You're not hearing China. You're not hearing Russia. The only ones that are mourning the loss of Soleimani are our Democrat leadership and our Democrat presidential candidates. No one else in the world because they knew that this man had evil veins. They knew what he was capable of and they saw the destruction and and the lives lost based from his hands. And she took a lot of heat for that. Took a lot of heat for that from the left. They're saying, oh, well, now she's just, she's just a Trump stooge just trying to line herself up for 2024, which she is going to be running for president in 2024. Yes. And I can't wait to vote for her because... She knows, she just gets it. She just gets it. When all these people say, how can you not oppose President Trump? She says, well, that's because he's a great conservative president. Yeah. Look at the record. Yeah. Right? She mm -hmm. doesn't buy into this orange man bad Trump derangement syndrome bullshit. And this morning, we now have Secretary of State Mike Pompeo come out, and he did a press conference, and he... Also announced, by the way, that he's going to continue to serve as Secretary of State for as long as President Trump so desires, right. putting to bed the rumors that he could be running for the Kansas Senate seat in this in this election, which I think is great because I think he's been he's been a great Secretary of State, and having that continuity of leadership at a time like this right now is is very very key. But let's listen to one particularly astounding part of that press conference from this morning. Uh, his first statement that is Soleimani was traveling to Baghdad on a diplomatic mission. Anybody here believe that? Is there any history that would indicate that it was remotely possible that this kind gentleman, this diplomat of great order, Qasem Soleimani, had traveled to Baghdad for the idea of conducting a peace mission? I, I, I made you reporters laugh this morning. That's fantastic. Uh, we know that wasn't true. We not only know the history, uh, we know in that moment that was not true. Sarif is a propagandist of the First Order, uh, and most of what you suggested in his 
uh, text message or email or message that you laid out there uh, was indeed uh, Iranian propaganda. It's not new. We've heard these same lies before. Uh, it's fundamentally false. He was not there on a diplomatic vision trying to resolve a problem. I know there's been some story that he was there uh, representing a Saudi peace deal. I've spoken to my Saudi counterparts at great length. I'll leave to them what the contents of their messages may be, but I can assure you uh, that they will share my view that he was not there representing uh, some kind of agreement that was going to reduce risk or reduce the risk to the lives of Americans when he was on that trip. Of course he wasn't there as a diplomat. <laughs> He's a terrorist. Yeah, that's awesome. He was there to direct an attack against Americans. And we know that. Yeah. They I mean, say, oh, well, the also, evidence is razor thin. Yeah. And he, oh, he, he has yeah. the blood of hundreds of American service members no. on his hands. Tens of thousands. Yeah. Tens of thousands of American troops and of American innocents and of innocents in other countries in the Middle East yeah. that didn't deserve any of the things that him or his thug militia terrorist factions have done to those people. Yeah. And then to have Colin Kaepernick come out and say, that the U.S. is just oppressing brown people? I know. Yeah. What? Yeah. Let's talk about the tens of thousands yeah. of brown people that this terrorist yeah. has killed. And getting back to Pompeo's point about something not being true. Remember when, oh, well, Kaepernick was just protesting police brutality. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. We knew. We've all, well, a lot of us knew that wasn't true. But, mm -hmm. you know, there you go. This man, the open. this man deserved to die. Yeah. He absolutely deserved to die. Yeah. This is among the same magnitude of killing someone like al-Baghdadi, possibly yeah. even larger. Or uh, let's go back to World War II. Uh, uh, the, what's his name? Yamamoto. We shot down his plane. Yeah. Admiral Yamamoto. We shot down his plane. I mean, And so now... Severely hurt the Japanese uh, naval effort, too. Now. Yeah. So. Listen, you, you, have to, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. And, and Trump has made very clear that he does not want a full-blown war, but he will not let Iran cross the red lines. Yeah. If he draws a red line, he's going to hold to that word, unlike President Obama. Yeah. How many red lines do we have under that clown? Like, th at least 30? And mm -hmm. they all crossed it. And now they see. And, and you know, who else, I think, got the message? Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Trump's not f***ing around. Yeah. His doctrine is that if you're going to hurt or threaten Americans, we will find you and we will kill you. Yeah. I like that doctrine. Yeah. I could get behind that. I like that doctrine. And then, of it's course... Not, it's not nation-building. Yeah. It's not any of that. It's just, of, we'll of, find you and kill you. Of course, the Iranians now say that they're going to take great revenge on us. And President Trump says that if they do so, they will be, quote, hit very fast and very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. He Sorry. tweeted, let this serve as a uh, warning that if Iran strikes any Americans or American assets, we have targeted 52 Iranian sites representing the 52 American hostages taken by Iran many years ago. Some at a very high level and important to Iran and the Iranian culture. And those targets, and Iran itself, will be hit very hard and very fast. The USA wants no more threats. Mm-hmm. that's it. I think they're content at this point that if they don't show further aggression, we're not going to hit them. Yeah. And by they, I mean President Trump. Yeah. President Trump has said, if you don't, if you don't escalate, we're not going to escalate. But if you come at us... We're going to hit you very hard yeah. and very fast. <laughs> and and by the way, this pearl clutching over hitting cultural sites. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. You don't think? Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? No, here we go. Why here do we you go. think the terrorists knocked down 
The World Trade Center. I don't know. Because, <laughs> of because course I'm being facetious. it was a financial and <laughs> yeah. cultural symbol of the strength of the United States. Yes. You don't think they want to take out our cultural sites? Yeah. And throw a mosque on top of it? Yeah. As well, what's his name on well, Fox said, by the way. they're trying to build a mosque at Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah they are trying yeah. to rebuild them. They're yeah. trying to build the mosque at Ground Zero that we stopped. Yeah. So, enough of this bullshit. <laughs> they don't play by the rules. Neither do so we. So, guess what? We'll hit them as hard as possible. Let's Moab that and then you have Iraq, who had a parliamentary session with 95% of the quorum being president being Shia members of parliament, mm -hmm. which, as you know, the background of this entire cluster that is the Middle East is the Shia versus Sunni versus Kurds, all the factions. But the Shia are, are Iranian supporters. They're backers of the Iranian incursion into Iraq. And they want Iran to basically have power over that government. They vote to expel the U.S. troops from Iraq. Two things here. One, don't threaten me with a good time getting out of Iraq after all these years. But two, not good because we can't let Iran just take over Iraq either. Yeah. Right? That's true. Yeah. Double-edged sword there. Double yeah. Don't want to be there, but also yeah. you can't let them expand no. their... I mean, they could basically annex yeah. it. Yeah. They're right next to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, and they're already like, you know, neck deep in, in Lebanon too. So, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. mean, it's very, you can't have that. You can't have them getting that close to Israel. Yep. And our forces in the Gulf. Uh, the Saudi Arabians don't want that either. No, I know. So. I know. <laughs> and then yesterday it's leaked a fake letter saying that the U.S. is withdrawing. Completely fake news. Of course, yeah. carried out there by all the foreign press right away. Yeah. Then, I'm surprised it took the Pentagon that long to like push back on it, though. It took them like all all day until yeah. they were like, "Yeah, that 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 letter's trash." Well, the letter wasn't signed. They should yeah. know right away. Well, that too. The well, authenticity. Yeah well, yeah, well, you never know with these people nowadays, man. And so, <laughs> media post 2016. Now Trump says, "Okay, you want to expel us? Well, we're going to sanction you." <laughs> I like that. I yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the sanctions like never before, right? Is that what he said? In uh -huh. the <laughs> well, just this morning in Iraq, the Iranian consulate. Was raided. Yeah. Okay. By protesters. Yeah. Who don't want Iran's influence in that country. Yeah. They were celebrating in the streets the night that he was killed. Yeah. So, you know, this yeah. whole left-wing mob meltdown, and we're going to yeah. talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. There's a lot more to dig into there. But it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're against this because of President Trump. Solely because Trump derangement syndrome. That's really what it is at this point. And now, of course, with, with these increased security threats come the need for increased security. So we've been doing more checks at border entry points and customs entry points at airports and stuff like that. So everybody knows who CARE is, mm. right? Yeah. Some people did something, yeah. so we formed CARE. Some people did yeah. something. <laughs> so which CARE is a arm of the Muslim Brotherhood and essentially a... A laundering organization yeah. for terrorism. I mean, weren't they funneling money to yes. Hamas? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Everybody knows they're basically a terrorist group. And now this group used the story of one Iranian who was allegedly denied entry at the border and an anonymous CBP source to say that the agency, quote, issued a national order to report and detain anyone with Iranian heritage, end quote, mm. that is coming to the United States and, quote, deemed potentially suspicious, end quote. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Not only if President Trump chose to make such an order, he could legally 
very well do so. Yeah. Perfectly within the powers of the presidency. But that's not what happened. And furthermore, we should be inspecting these people. Yeah. I agree. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're the only developed nation that doesn't use biometric entry and exit. I know. What's going on here? Yeah. Would you just let anybody in yeah. there? I think that was a Democratic proposal, too, back in the 90s to have biometric data. Yeah. <laughs> the left basically would be for letting Osama bin Laden walk into the f***ing country with no problem. Yeah. That's what they are Open at this borders. Point. Open borders, man. That's what they are at this point. Of course, Border Patrol says no order was issued and that the social media posts are false. Mm. And actually, just rewind here for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for the, quote, Muslim ban. Yeah. You know, that isn't actually a Muslim ban, but we'll yeah. use it to refer we'll to it because yeah. that's what everyone we'll talks about. We'll use their language. But good thing we already preemptively blocked all these people from entering yeah. the country because otherwise we'd be at significant yeah, risk. I agree. You notice that we haven't had a uh, quite in a long time a major, you know, I'm not going to say because right. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. But it was very clear correlation between when those policies were put into place and the rapid declining yeah. of people who want to hurt America getting yeah. into the country. Can't come here. Yep. So, of course, Border Patrol is operating with an enhanced security posture at all ports of entry. Everybody's losing their mind. You know, they're talking about the draft. Oh, my The selective God. service site oh crashed. Oh, my God. Because all these dumb kids who wouldn't even know how to fire a gun if it smacked yeah. them in the face think they're going to get drafted. And then the left-wing media hypes up, oh, World War Three is coming. Yeah, I mean, it should have crashed. At 18, you're supposed to voluntarily, you know, sign up for the selective service. Yeah, By well, law. you also have I to sign it. up if you take money from the government for college. Oh, okay. That's what they were freaking oh, out about, because all the left-wing gotcha. liberals on college campuses, yeah, yeah. you know, indoctrinating <laughs> the kids, of course. Indoctrinating oh. the kids. And here's the thing. World War Three. There's nothing to indicate that if we were to engage in a bilateral war with Iran, that no one's going to step in to protect them. Yeah. You think yeah. Russia yeah. is going to go to nuclear war with the United States over, over a piece of Muslim land? Probably not. Putin doesn't like the Muslims. <laughs> we know that for a fact. Yeah. You remember when he said <laughs> just a year ago, if they with Russia, I'll turn their sand into glass. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he literally has said that. So there's nothing to indicate that no no one's going to step in to go to war for Iran. Yeah. State-sponsored terror, by the way. People so, forget that. <laughs> so we would absolutely roll them quickly and efficiently. So this notion that the conditions are ripe for World War III is just total bullshit. And it's just a narrative that's being driven by the liberal media to scare people into opposing taking out a terrorist leader and a terrorist country. Yeah. That's what this is. And to position themselves and make them look like the rational actors in this whole affair, mm -hmm. which they are not. Mm -hmm. Well, look at what Crazy Ex Bernie just exactly. did. Exactly. Look at what Crazy Bernie just did. He went on yeah. TV last night, and we all know that Bernie Sanders is a communist and terrorist sympathizer. I mean, that's very obvious. I mean, yeah. Palestine, the whole yeah. deal. Last night, he went on, and he said that this quote, you know, using air quotes here for yeah, those, you know, quotes. you can't see, yeah. this assassination yeah. of Soleimani, which it's not an assassination, by the way. It's a perfectly legal taking out of an enemy combatant who stepped foot on soil against UN sanctions, stepped foot on soil that's not his own. Mm -hmm. 
So this was perfectly legal. And anybody who has two cents of honesty yeah. in constitutional law or American law or authorization of use of military force in the Middle East has said so. Yeah. And and Jay Johnson said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he, he was a lawful military target. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, but then Bernie Sanders goes on and says that it's an assassination. And he compared the 2015 assassination by Putin of his opposing politician, Boris Netsmov. I don't know how the f- to say that. Well, alleged. Alleged. <laughs> Allegedly. Anyway, the Boris, the guy Boris who was running against him to be president. The guy Boris. I mean, Boris, very common Russian name. You know. The guy Boris. <laughs> and he stood strongly against Putin's government, and Putin assassinated him. Yeah. So now... Allegedly. Yeah. So basically, Bernie is saying that Trump killing Soleimani, a terrorist enemy combatant, is akin to the killing of Russian dissidents. Yeah. Well, you know. Where the f*** do you come up with that... Well, he loves Russia. You know, he didn't. He, didn't he honeymooned, honeymooned, he honeymooned in the Soviet there? Union. <laughs> Unbelievable! Uh, Unbelievable! It's this is just absolutely asinine. And the fact that he is a leading candidate for the Democrat nomination for president. Yeah. What's going on here? Too. What the hell is going on here? People won't free man. You know that. <laughs> Soleimani was a known terrorist, an enemy combatant of a high-ranking enemy combatant of the the world's foremost sponsor of state terrorism. Yeah. And now he's gone. Many would say worse than Osama bin Laden. Especially over there. Yeah. The way he's terrorized that yeah. whole region. Yeah. He was literally I don't know. Angel of death. Me, all right, let's let's make a Nazi comparison. Okay. Who's who's most akin to him inside of Hitler's Nazi regime? Reinhard Heydrich. Okay. Yeah. 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 The architect, the architect, the architect of the, of the Holocaust. Holocaust. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And oh, so Hap was also assassinated. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was assassinated by two Czech um, uh, dissidents. <laughs> They're yeah. paratru- uh, they parachuted in on uh, a British bomber. <laughs> yeah. So the whole the whole comparison so, yeah. here is totally absurd, and the left. The left has gone into full meltdown over this. Full it's meltdown. Ri- it's, ri- it's, it's ridiculous. When did killing a terrorist yeah, I know. become a bad thing? Well, it's like, and, the, and like we're, we're reacting, they're reacting as if like we like drone striked like a cross between Gandhi and Mother Teresa. Uh-huh. He's he's a, a, a revered scholar. I heard, uh-huh. is, that, is that, or am I thinking of al-Baghdadi? So uh, no, I, re- I'm, revered I'm, war hero. Revered right? war hero, was, yeah. Was something. That? I heard martyr it was austere scholar yeah. for Baghdadi. Yeah. And then it was revered war hero, war hero or something like that. Yeah. Basically calling him anything but a terrorist, mm-hmm. which is really just yeah. journalistic malpractice because we all know that I believe Iran York, is a state sponsor of terror. New York Magazine called him a uh, glorious martyr, I think, or a saint or something like that. Richard Engel, uh, noted fake news war reporter. Yeah. Okay, so there's the Washington Post. Thank you, Mr. Producer. Washington yeah. Post referred to him as the most revered military leader in Iran. Mm. Okay. I would have loved to have <laughs> seen their obituary for Goebbels. Oh, my God. Yeah. Master <laughs> most, communicator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what Master it would be. Master communicator and top yeah. party line. So noted Nazi fake news official. war reporter Richard uh, Engel claimed that the U.S. has turned Soleimani into a martyr, if not a saint. Yeah, and you know, the uh, I guess he's basing that off of the... Um, 
the, the oodles of people that flooded Tehran during his um, funeral procession. Mm-hmm. That was all forced. Yep. You know what? I would be out there mourning too if there was a gun to my head. Oh, yeah. They said, wow, look at those oh, crowds. No, Trump doesn't know what, what he started. They're all out there and by mm-hmm. force. From Good Morning America, yeah. quote, a powerful combination of grief and anger with shouts of death to America echoing through the streets mm. around us. I've never heard that before. Death to America? And then Mr. the Producer, Ayatollah... That's so new, right? Yeah, right. The Ayatollah <laughs> cried. And then... And then... And then in the Iranian parliament... Yeah. They all chant death to America in unison. Oh. So the Democrats went over to Tehran? Yeah. <laughs> there was a Babylon yeah. Bee article that yeah. was like, Democrats race to copyright death to America yeah. as the DNC slogan. <laughs> it's just I, unbelievable. You see the one that's like, Congressional Democrats push to... Uh, Lower the, the flag. Lower the flag that half stack. Yeah. <laughs> this is, but but the the sad part is is that those are now believable. Yeah. What it used to be satire of the yeah. left is now believable as their actual yeah. official positions. Yeah. Because they are so insane. Yeah. Because they've either embodied or they coddle the hate America crowd. They're so insane. Yeah. They they all hate America. Yeah. In fact, they hate uh, what America stands for. Who uh, our reporter Julio got some really good footage of a anti-war protest over in uh, California and. Uh, Got some good video if you go. If yeah, you know what they were. It. You know what they They're were crying over Soleimani. <laughs> you know what they were handing out at that rally? Mm-hmm. Communist newspapers. Oh, isn't it funny how all these anti-war rallies somehow turn into yeah. pro-communism, pro-socialism, yeah. anti-Americanism, yeah. and anti-Semitism? Yeah, it's unbelievable. They hate America and they hate the Jews at these anti-war yeah. rallies. So it's just it's just crazy. It's crazy town. I feel like we live in bizarre world. I know, like. But the thing is, the thing is, real Americans see through this. Yeah, because it's so outrageous. Mm-hmm. It's so outrageous. Yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> you know, what, so I was at the Eagles tailgate on yeah. Sunday, and not not all of them are huge Trump fans. I mean, by far, no. a, good, a good majority of the people I know there are Republicans. Yeah. But they said, how, how are the Democrats against this? Yeah. Yeah. How in the world yeah. are the Democrats against killing... Quite possibly the world's most wanted terrorist. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, let's run down the line. You know, when they do the flyovers and the national anthem, mm-hmm. everyone cheers. Mm-hmm. Everyone cheers law enforcement. And, uh, you know, which which reminds me, you know, I did not know that Philly was such an Antifa bastion. Uh, at times. Not as bad as some yeah. major cities. I mean, not bad as Portland, but I heard this presence is strong. And, you know, they did, you're the new police chief yes. was the police chief of Portland. They uh-huh. just hired her. Um, I did see that. I mean, personal story. It's I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty good. But I mean, uh, mm-hmm. can she handle it? I don't know. I don't know. Violent we'll crime has has spiked like thirty percent in Philly, by the way. A lot of murders. Yeah, yeah. and shootings. It's, it's a lot of murders. Good. And security was very tight at the game. Yeah. But the overall general mood there was f- Iran. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. You want you want it? Yeah. We got it for you. And this is Philly, <laughs> a democratic bastion. Yeah. They're saying. Iran. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- there's just yeah. some things that it's just it's universally appealing, like mm-hmm. killing terrorists. I can't believe that we have to say this right now. And in the background of President Trump making the world a much better place and making our country great again, mm-hmm. we of course have impeachment still going on. Yes, rolling impeachment. And uh, Nancy is still sitting there getting her Botox injections, doing <laughs> nothing with the articles. There is a movement within the Republican Senate now to force them. To send the articles over by Sunday, January twelfth, or they are threatening to summarily dismiss. Oh, that would be interesting. What? But now we find out this morning that the people that we were concerned with 
defecting, uh-huh. like Susan Collins from Maine and Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, are going to stand with Cocaine Mitch. Good. Cocaine Mitch said, you stand with us and you will never lose. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now we have the votes to block the demand for witnesses in the impeachment trial. Yeah. Which, by the way, I know Chuck, I know Chuck crying, crying Chuck went up there and was like, you know, one of the witnesses. You know, Chuck Schumer didn't want witnesses for the Clinton impeachment trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Well, so that's what they want to do. They so, want to follow the Clinton yeah. trial model, which yeah. is they have the trial. And and they have the the lawyers present their cases, mm-hmm. and then after that they will decide if witnesses are even necessary, oh my. which they're not going to. Yeah, but you know, it's we're, we're still in kind of a holding pattern. We don't really know what's going to happen here. Um, I think McConnell should just should just do that though. Just just have a vote and get just get this over with. Yeah, but she has no constitutional standing here, Nancy. Yeah, I don't think I don't think a, a summary dismissal is great though. I still think that they should have the case be presented and they should take the acquittal vote. That's yeah. more powerful for us. I just I, I agree. I mean, because I, I yes. no, I know, I, but then but you're also giving credence fact, to this bullshit. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that like it's there, they're gonna log roll something else into this. That's yeah. that's that's and the bullshit's gonna keep on going. Probably. Just, we all know it's trash, folks. I mm-hmm. mean, you guys, I, I'm gonna tell you guys this. I mean, you're you're our loyal listeners, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I just. Uh, just nipping in the butt, as uh, Tony Soprano would say. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good meme <laughs> where Tony's like, can you believe the Shah of Iran wants to clip me? Yeah. And then on the other side, it's Trump on the phone. Yeah. All right, no worries, Tony. I got it under okay. control. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of a triggering, over the weekend was the Golden Globes yeah. on Sunday. And it was hosted by Ricky Gervais. Who is pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. And he had never really gone down the major politics route before, but he decided to use his job as host to really, really take it to the Hollywood left and the smug, hypocritical Hollywood liberals who think that they know what's best and they should tell everybody in America and around the world how to live. So we've got some great quotes from that. We've got some great clips. Let's let's take a listen to the first one. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, Don't use it as a a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little awards, thank your agent and your God. So, so so they censored it on their end. We didn't censor that. He says... Off, yeah, in that in that little gap there, yeah. Um, but it's it's true, yeah. These people don't know what it's like in the real world. Yeah. They live sheltered lives. Yeah. They're all rich. They all have personal security. Yep. So, and of course, know. they all they all ignored that. They I mean Michelle Williams gave like some poor abortion speech or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Of course, I mean, of course, they're going to ignore that. But yeah, yeah. But it was just yeah. it was just great to see yeah. some like truth being spoken yeah. to these people inside their bubble. Yeah. Let's listen to the <laughs> second clip here now. 
Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way, so in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you had to make your own way here, in your own plane, didn't you? Right. <laughs> you had to make your own way here on your own plane. <laughs> the Lolita Express is grounded forever. Yeah, and speaking of Jeffrey Epstein real quickly. Yeah. Some interesting uh, news coming out over the weekend. Yeah, those, the photos of his cell were released. Mm -hmm. Questionable. Uh, he killed I himself? Still, I still don't think photos? he killed himself. Are you kidding no. me? No. It looked like five guys went into his uh -huh. cell and killed him. Mm -hmm. It was an absolute mess. The, the, the footage from the first suicide attempt is missing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Even, even 60 Minutes now is like, but did he really yeah. kill himself? Yeah. <laughs> like, everything, it's just... Nothing makes sense. Nothing yep. adds up. The police, the police, the prison logs were falsified. They had like rent a cop and security people mm -hmm. watching him. And then they, I think, didn't they fall asleep? Yeah. They weren't yeah. even watching the guy. So, yeah. <laughs> and I think we got one more clip from the Golden Globe still. But just quick before we do that, yeah. everyone's bitching about how Ricky Gervais just like, you know, ruined it. Yeah. Like, more people are talking about the Golden Globes than the last 10 years exactly. combined. Agreed. Because Agreed. of that guy. Agreed. So how could they not love the publicity out of this? Yeah. They should bring him back forever. Yeah. Just host forever. You know what I would love? I'd love if they would make us our special of just him just roasting the shit out of Hollywood left. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, All right, we got one more clip, right, yeah. Mr. Producer? Let's All right, let's it. listen to this one. Three, it's already... Right, um... Last one, last one. Come on, guys. <laughs> Our next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> you did it. You, I didn't. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> the Weinstein joke, there was another couple ones mixed in throughout there, too. The Weinstein jokes were hardcore. And then the day after, Weinstein gets indicted by L.A. Yeah, I know. So... L.A. and New York, right? I think so, yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. I, my voice is fading. we got to wrap this up. All right. So on the heels of the great, tremendous tax bill that President Trump passed and the Republican Congress passed back in 2017, I believe. Was it 2017? Yeah, it was 2017. Uh, yeah, 2017. Maybe early 2018. Either way, last year was the first year that it was in effect. Now we get new news out of the IRS that personal income tax audits have dropped to the lowest level in decades. Just 0.45% of individuals were audited in 2019, which is tremendous, tremendous news. That's because they completely simplified the entire tax code, mm. and now most people take the standard deduction. Yeah. Instead of trying to finagle every little cent yeah. out of their personal deductions, which they were all forging to begin with, and, you know, committing tax evasion. And then they throw these people in jail. Meanwhile, you know, known criminals like Brennan and uh, Obama and all his people just get to walk free. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hillary Clinton. Hillary. Too, yeah. Hillary. You never know. But if anything happens to me, it was Hillary. <laughs> um, around the globe, we have the Australia fires going on right now. So a lot of animals have died. Millions uh, is well, the estimate. Well, like about 500 million, they say. Yeah, I'm dead. I, yeah, you see that, that might be an overinflation, yeah. a little bit there. But either way, a lot of animals have died. Yeah, uh, astoundingly, only 25 people have died, which I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. And more power to those fire departments yeah. that are fighting it. 
Fire tornadoes. You see that clip of the fire yeah. tornado? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Well, yeah. that's because the way that the, 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 uh, the aerodynamics yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the number one thing that people are hitting on when talking about this story is climate change. Yeah. Which is just patently false. It's false. These fires are not because of climate change. These fires are because up to now 24 people have been arrested for deliberately starting fires. Hmm. Arson. Yeah. 24 arsonists have been arrested around the country. But please tell me more about how these fires are just caused because yeah. of climate change. <laughs> it's just absurd. Australia was never hot and fires never happened yeah. until Trump was elected. <laughs> no, I know. Like, it's summer. Yeah. What happens in California when it's hot yeah. and dry and windy? Fire. Yeah. Not because yeah. of climate change, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Some, it's of my totally fr- ridiculous. My, uh, some of my friends uh, studied abroad in Australia. Mm-hmm. It was uh, quite hot. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, maybe right. these fires were started by them for climate change activism, yeah. so then they could just talk about it. <laughs> Last but not least, Creepy Uncle Joe. Creepy Uncle Joe is is back. He, uh, you know, he made a promise to be less creepy, mm-hmm. but it yes. didn't last very it long. Didn't last long, man. Because a new video just came out of a campaign event over the weekend where Joe Biden was leaning in towards this little girl. And as he approaches her, he begins caressing her back. And then Biden coaxes the child into giving an awkward hug. He then places his arm around the girl and presses his mouth against the child's ear. The candidate then begins nuzzling and whispering softly to the kid. The girl visibly recoils from the candidate as he continues to rub her back and gaze at her. This guy, <laughs> this guy is nuts. He, uh, that's uh, rape. Well, hey, according to the rules, new standards. Yeah, yeah by the rules, the that's a little, it's mm, rape. It's very, uh, I don't know, the whole Democrat race right now is very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. You have Bloomberg spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on advertising. Yeah. You have Buttigieg, who is kind of just sitting still, I guess. I mean, he is polling well in Iowa, but I'm not sure if that can translate into an actual surge and yeah. long-term run. We'll, we'll see what happens. Plus, he has no black support, which once the once the primaries shift to the South and to states with much higher minority percentages, yeah, that screws him. I still think Biden has the inherent advantage. Yeah. But I also think that if Biden is the nominee, Trump's going to walk all yeah. over yeah. him. And we'll see if there's any internal uh, matters. You know... Um, uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez did an interview with New York Magazine in which she was like basically shitting on Joe Biden. Again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, in any other country, Joe and I wouldn't be in the same party. And then she was like, there's no standard. There's no like purity test for who's who's a progressive or not. It's just like someone, she's like, people just say they're a progressive and they're allowed in. And there's too much deference to the older mm-hmm. conservative wing of the party, which uh, it's put conservative in air quotes. So if he looks like the nominee, do you think she's going to stay silent? No. Of course she wants like some commie to be the nominee. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, it's... I, I don't mean, know. Bernie, it, Bernie... It'll cause a ruckus. I don't know if it'll be successful in derailing him, but it'll cause a ruckus, yeah. which, is, which is, you know... I mean, and, and Bernie has impressive numbers fundraising. Yeah. Everyone thought he was dead after his heart attack, literally and figuratively. <laughs> and But he's come back, and it's very yeah. impressive. A lot of people are saying he could be the nominee, which, thank... That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd well, be amazing. Again, I... Again, like you said, let's see what happens when this thing takes us. I think Pocahontas is done. Yeah. I think it comes down to the top three, Bernie, Biden, and Buttigieg. 
Maybe the triple Clo- B's. Maybe Klobuchar pulls in solid no, fourth. No, definitely not. Definitely not. She's toast. Her debate performances though have increased her profile and her fundraising. Yeah, but did though, you man. see the shit she was taking in the media for saying that Soleimani deserved to die? <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't <laughs> come with that. They're not on board with that. Whatsoever. I mean, she is right, but I know. No, of yeah, course yeah, she's yeah, right. Yeah, of course she's that, right. That base is nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bernie is captivating the anti-war, anti-American left. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah. Well, I, she she's trying to go after Republican and Trump voters, Obama mm-hmm. Trump voters in New Hampshire, and they're like, people are like, that's a great idea, but that's a general election strategy. Yeah. there is not enough to win that primary. In it New actually Hampshire. could be the quad B's. You got Biden, <laughs> yeah. Bernie, Buttigieg, and Bloomberg. Oh my God! And of those, the only one that concerns me is yeah. Bloomberg. Yeah. But because Bloomberg doesn't like across, wing, uh, he doesn't like ribs, so I don't know if he can do it. You mean brisket? <laughs> brisket, yeah. It was f***ing brisket you in that picture. How, you see how he looks, they, though? He's like, what are you? you yeah, eating. but they also were, like, making it out that he was looking at it, like, admirably. No. They're like, find find you someone the way that Bloomberg yeah. looks at ribs. Yeah. And I'm like, it's brisket. It's brisket. Brisket, and he's, he looks like <laughs> about five seconds away from telling his aide, give me some Maalox, I'm about to throw up in this piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... He worries see, me though yeah. because he has the money and he comes across as a moderate, even though he's a crazy he's a leftist. Nuts, yeah. Crazy leftist hates the Constitution, yeah. hates freedom. Yeah, and Buttigieg is the same way. He portrays this, you know, so-called moderate stance. Oh, he ain't and moderate. he's a fucking yeah. psycho. I mean, we we've you I mean we we've discussed this a lot before. I mean, he says it like a like a like Mister Rogers. But it's still yeah. it's still communist trash. And then he and then he always holds up that he's like some great Christian, and yeah. that everybody else are heathens that are going to hell. Yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. I'm not the most religious person, but that even just rubs me the I wrong know, way. That's ridiculous. So, yeah. Screw them. We're gonna win this election. Either way, the moral of this whole reason yeah. I brought this up yeah. is that I'm feeling better than ever. Oh yeah. About Trump re-election. Yeah. So. Let's and keep this train rolling. The economy is steamrolling along, going strong. I think. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we're it's only, be good. Let's see. We're 300 days from the election. Yeah, I'm calling the landslide win. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I think. When's the Iowa caucus, Mr. Producer? I think that's uh, January tw- 23rd? No? February 3rd. February 3rd. Oh, my God. It's the it's day, the day, day after, after the, the Super Bowl? Bowl? Oh, scheduled that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, Whatever. I'm not going to cover it, so that's good. Oh, you're covering. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap up today's show. I'm honestly astounded that my voice made it this far. Yeah, man. Um, we got a lot to do. We'll of course be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. Follow us on Twitter at Triggered THM. And of course, if you're not getting the uncensored version of Triggered, become a Town Hall VIP member at Townhall.com/slash/subscribe. Go to the VIP section and search for Triggered Uncensored, and you'll be able to get your version of Triggered Uncensored. Of course, keep the five-star ratings and reviews coming. We love every single one of them. We read every single one of them. And it's how we maintain our placement in the search rankings on all the great podcast providers in the fascist podcast wars of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you on Thursday. Later. Later.